Well, here we are again then. Here we are again. First of Feb, or not first of Feb, first first chat in Feb. First chat in Feb. Happy Feb. I'm glad I'm glad to see the back of January, to be perfectly honest. I could have yeah, uh, that, right. that was all right. I, I did dry January. Um and and I'm still going. I had a glass of wine on the first of Feb. And uh, I decided that I can't oh, be bothered. I'll, I'll carry on doing the without. I'm feeling quite sanctimonious. So well, get you, get you <laughs> your dry January. Well, I tell you, one of the reasons is after we did our CX and cider back at Christmas, there, look, I still got a bloody headache even thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Who moving are on. you chatting to this week, Ryan? Who have you been well, chatting? Thank you for asking, Richard. Um, no, that's quite all right. So. Yeah, I had a really great catch up this week um, with a, a guy called Tom Murphy, um, one of our Antipodean cousins. Tom is a, as an Aussie. Uh, yep. He's living in, in Devon, living in Exeter, um, but he runs a number of businesses, but he is a um, he's an amazing guy, Tom. Um, uh, and his website, Life According to Murphy, is, is, is a is a great uh, is a great source of um, all things. Uh, mental well-being and mentoring so tom mm -hmm. really focuses he works with me in the um southwest cx group and uh he really helps uh, mentor people to be in a, in a really good state of mind yeah uh, to be to be ready for for you know whatever life throws at you my god we need that at the moment so let's let's listen to what he's got to say brilliant well, good morning, everybody, and I am delighted uh, to be joined by Tom Murphy, and Tom's going to introduce himself in a second, um, and we're going to talk today uh, about um, positive mentoring. Um, so, Tom, tell us about you, your business, what you do, and, and uh, a little bit about how you've been helping people um, during, during the lockdowns. Thank you for having me, Ryan. Great to see you. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've owned or set up seven businesses in my time, and I'm still, I'm very fortunate to have um, several businesses still running um, that I have people helping me run. So I have time now to help other people achieve success, um, but also find balance in everything they do. Um, so I call myself a business mentor and a mindset coach, but largely I help people enable success in, in, in whatever it is they're trying to achieve. Um, my ethos is helping people um, enjoy the journey. So quite often people say, I will be happy when, whether that be in business or in just anything in life, you know, but what about today? What's the point of being happy when you achieve something? If one, when you get there, it might not actually make you happy. Um, and if you if you find that and you haven't enjoyed the journey, then it's 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 really not a great scenario. I, I love that point you just made, Tom. There around, you know, you know, if not now, when, but but more importantly, if you've not enjoyed enjoyed the journey, and and, and I, I often reflect um, about my own business journey, certainly in the last twelve months during the pandemic, uh, and and I think about. The, the challenges I've had uh, both 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 personally and professionally to just just to keep going and it'd be really good to hear what you've been doing with with you know how you've been mentoring people through what's been a really difficult time yeah it has and goodness me like no one no one knew what what this was going to be like we didn't know how long it was going to be for and I think largely that's the the, the, the hardest part of that is the uncertainty um there's a there's a lot of specialists in I suppose um uh, mental health illnesses that say that having an understanding of what your future looks like 
is one of the biggest or the best ways to actually avoid mental mental health illnesses. And largely over the last year, we haven't had that. We, we didn't know what our immediate future looked like. And so there's a lot of uncertainty that creates a lot of, um, um, I suppose, um, emotional um, unrest. So the important thing for me is maintaining a routine. Um, back in March, when we went into the first lockdown in 2020, um, I was saying, I'm not concerned about lockdown. I'm concerned about what happens after because there were a lot of people that were thrown into a situation to, to, to have to work from home. Um, one place, you know, work, do the gym, exercise from home, do every, you know, everything, be a full-time parent, you know, all of that. Um, and then be thrown back into what we felt might be a, a level of normality and be expected to just go back to a level of performance, both by our employer, by society, by ourselves. And that's a massive change. And then there comes a lot of grieving on who we were, the lifestyle we had and what the new norm is. And we have to adapt to that. And so I, I do believe that the biggest part of that is to just try and have a level of routine a level of your own normality. So rather than focus on what we don't have control of or what how we are restricted, focus on what we have control of and, and really, really empower yourself to be in control of anything you can be in control of. Um, that puts me in mind, Tom, of a, a mantra I used to talk to my team about when I, you work, when I worked in the corporate world, which was, um, you know, focus on your, your sphere of influence, not on your sphere of concern. And that is certainly one of the things that's got me through a lot of the last 12 months. Um, and, uh, you know, particularly if you think about my sphere, of, my sphere of influence, that's been chatting to clients, making sure to your point that I'm having regular check-ins with them, that, you know, I'm there trying to add value uh, for, for both for both them, but for my own for my own self work as well. I'm really intrigued to explore this um, creating you know creating your own normality um, because uh, everybody can do that, can't they? Absolutely. One of my favourite quotes, and it's it's so much more powerful today. Is yesterday I was clever. I tried to change the world. Today I'm wise, and I choose to change myself. Um, Rumi said that, and you know, I've, it's been one of my favorite quotes is there's three that I, that I love. Um, but that to me, I put it on Instagram and, and LinkedIn this week because I felt that that would really resonate with a lot of people right now, really trying to have control on your own little world. You know, it's the same in business. You know, we talk about resilience and resilience is not required when you're actually working hard and creating your own luck. Um, I think I feel that's a, an ethos to try and carry through life is to just work hard, do what you're good at, do those little things every day. And then all of a sudden, you know, you've got a lot of success. You, you just sort of create this vacuum of positivity and success that, or, you know, it's, if, if you've only got, if you're quite lazy or you're, you're having a hard time and you've only got one prospect on the go and that falls over, all of a sudden, oh, I need to learn how to be more resilient. But well, actually, if you had to put yourself in a position where you had 10 to 20 prospects, mm. you know, I'm not just talking about business, I'm talking about in life, surrounding yourself with the right level of activity, healthy habits. You know, we don't need to worry about resilience if we maintain a level of healthy habits. Um, and I think that's really, really important right now is to, I, I, I did a video a couple of weeks ago, how I, I was struggling. I was feeling really, really overwhelmed with 
having to be a parent, homeschooling, running businesses, this, that, and the other. And, and I, week two of the UK lockdown in January, I felt extremely overwhelmed. Um, and and, and the, the important thing is, is that we just focus on what's really important. And okay, education's important, but we just needed to give our kids a bit of structure and we needed to allow them to have some level of social inter interaction, whether it be over the phone or video link or whatever, um, and, and give them give them the support that they need right now. And, you know, yeah, if they can spend, do at least half of their education right now, well, that that's great. But also everybody's life's different, isn't it? And there is not one way that works for everybody. Um, if we, if I was to tell someone you need to run a marathon once a week to stay fit and healthy, most people are going to just go, they can't connect with that. Mm. Um, so it's about understanding their level of um, what's attainable to them. And, and if you had said to me 12 years ago, Ryan, you need to do the exercise that you do today back then, I would have told you to do one because I wasn't ready. Um, and everybody's situation is different. And the last thing we really want to be doing is comparing ourselves to someone who's doing an absolute brilliant job of whatever it is they're doing and just just try and do what we can tom i always feel really inspired when i talk to you because um we've not mentioned it yet but your um website life according to mirth that is is a is a brilliant place to start exploring you and all the stuff the great stuff that you do um but but listeners and and uh and, and viewers of, of the podcast will notice that um recently we've been we've gone international we had a we had a, an American contributor a couple of weeks ago and people will notice you've got an Antipodean accent there. Um, and uh, I often, what often, what often strikes me about when I, when I spend time talking to you, Tom, is you've got a really great cut through Aussie attitude to some stuff uh, that other people pontificate around. And you've just done it there where you said, you know, yeah, you need resilience, but the only reason, reason you need resilience because you haven't got healthy habits. Is there a difference, do you think, in attitudes in australia to the uk in terms of how you know your business in your businesses are coping with with this in australia compared to how people that you mentor in the uk are, are dealing with that and can we learn from other countries do you think ah uh, well yeah there's, there's a lot there i don't think we've got enough time uh, to go through <laughs> all that. um and and i think yeah, there is a level of brutal honesty that comes with me um I say to people when I take them on as being whether I'm their coach or mentor or, or just some sort of support, I say to them, you won't get what you want to hear from me. You'll get what you need to hear. Um, and not a lot of people like that. And I've actually had a few people do one or two sessions with me and not come back. <laughs> and that's fine because, you know, um, a lot of people want to make a change. And, uh, but actually that those steps to get there, um are just too bloody hard and, and 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 i'm not putting people down when i say that that is largely human nature making change is very very difficult it's not life's not meant to be easy is it you know and imposter syndrome's a bloody good thing because that's an indication that you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone um but sorry getting back to the point yes we can learn and this is the beauty of the internet um and, and and having be able to do business across the across the the, the waters is that um, we can learn from so many different cultures and so many different mindsets. And um, I I enjoy working in England. I've been here for five years. I really do enjoy it. Um, but the beauty of having a website or having social media is that you know I I spoke to someone from Switzerland yesterday. I've got clients in um, various countries in various continents. 
um, it's getting back to anxiety or, or, you know, mental health. When I first started doing life according to Murph, um, I set it up in the pandemic and I was, and I, and I was doing it over zoom. That was really uncomfortable, really, really uncomfortable to see someone from India or, or wherever else, a country I've never been to, you know, you're waiting for the screen to come up and you think, oh, you know, I got the anxiety and all sorts, but actually, you know, give it a month of doing that on a regular basis and then it just becomes the norm now. What, um, what, what tips would you give, um, particularly going back to the points you've made around, you know, having that sort of, uh, that, that, that personal um, uh, weekly um, plan, the, the healthy habits you talk about, what, 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 what would your tips be to, to leave people with wanting more and, 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 how, and how can they get in contact with you if they, if they want to do that? Well, I didn't expect that. So I very much appreciate that, Ryan. Thank you. Um, so healthy habits, um, you know, well, 50 odd percent, over 50, over half of the things we do on a daily basis are habits. And I think the average person doesn't know that. So that's a good starting point is to know that everything you do subconsciously or everything you do throughout your day could be a habit. And so if you want to improve yourself or if you feel like I'm getting low and, and, and then there's no, there's no two ways about it. Largely, if you have a good day and you think about how you started the day, usually you started your day well. Yeah. Um, and so starting your day well, you know, there's a lot of people who really struggle with that. And, and I, I, could, I could try and come up with other solutions, but actually there isn't one. <laughs> We just have to start the day well, and typically you will have a good day if you start the day well. But if you want to tack on a, uh, if you want to uh, improve yourself and, and implement new habits, healthy habits, if we think about um, some of them that, that that we try and implement, like maybe going for a run or going to the gym or or just eating healthier or whatever, I, largely we think about how hard that is. If we can think about a habit that we have, for instance, I've never been good at stretching, but the last two years I've really focused, well, probably more so the last six months, even more focused on stretching my body because I'm, I'm 46 this year and I want to, you know, I don't want to be feeling sore all the time and I want to be more flexible. So I tack on stretching into some of the things I do on a regular basis. So if, if I'm brewing a coffee, I'll do some stretches while I'm waiting for my coffee to brew, mm. you know, because that's a, that's a habit that I do every day. And I actually do it two or three times a day. So this is my thing now. I automatically now, when I'm waiting for my coffee, I do a few stretches. <laughs> and all of a sudden, healthy habits are, are there. Um, it, it, I think that at the moment, we're, we're, we're distracted and we're influenced by too much, way too much. And so we allow ourselves to procrastinate and just go, oh, it's just too hard. But if we break it down simply and say, right, what is my routine in the morning typically? What are the non-negotiables that I do right now? And what is it that I want to improve upon? How can I build that into that? I, I love that. And, and, and I'm sat here thinking, do you know what? I, the, the point you've just made around getting distracted and procrastinating is, is, is an issue for me because, um, you, know, you, you know, something might pop up on your phone as a LinkedIn post or, you know, you get a call or you're in the middle of trying to do a piece of work for a client and, and you know, the nine-year-old walks in or whatever it is and I think you know it's having those those disciplines and being more disciplined about you know I, I I talk to my clients quite a lot about having a model week 
um, you know, particularly business owners, when we're trying to get them to focus on, on, on client experience and have a model week that the organization, you know, de defines behind so that actually clients get a, you know, a consistent experience. And what you've just described actually is, is something that from a personal perspective is, is, is blindingly obvious, but it's about, but it's, but it's not as obvious as, as, as you, uh, uh, you know, as, as, as you would think because people don't do it. So I think there are some great tips there. Tom and um, I've I've made copious notes here, um, and, and I think you and I can be having some conversations after this. So, um, look, Tom, I want to I want to thank you for your time. Um, thank you for some amazing top tips. Definitely one of the best um, interviews I've done for sure. Um, Tom, just remind people um, how they can get hold of you um, if they would like to continue a conversation. Thank you. Just before I do that, I just want to just touch on resilience. I don't mean resilience isn't important and I don't you know the, we, we do have to work on resilience we have to separate that feeling from from um, emotion that feeling from a fact you know there are, there's a lot in that and if people are struggling with that I'm happy to help them with that so I don't completely shirk resilience yeah but a lot of it does come to how we live our lives to avoid actually having to worry about resilience but thank you Ryan really appreciate that you mentioned my website I'm working on it so I don't want to draw too much traffic to my website at the moment because you know when you go there and you think oh that needs changing but Social media, I'm on Instagram, life according to Murph, M-U-R-F. And my name is Tom Murphy. You'll find me on LinkedIn um, on a daily basis. Thank you so much for your time, Ryan. Love chatting, mate. Thanks, Tom. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, good luck with everything you're doing. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Oh, what a cracking interview that was. Great. Must have been really enjoyable having a chat with uh, with Tom there. Seems like a really sort of switched on guy. You know, you know I love the fact that you referenced that Aussie sort of cut through the uh, the crap type sort of approach of things which is which is yeah required in certain situations isn't it absolutely um so yeah he's he's a real um he's he's a, he's a he, he does it with a glint in his eye as well it was great <laughs> talking to tom because he um I, I made i made loads of notes um yeah i was talking to him thinking oh, yeah i don't do that and yeah i probably should be doing that and i think you know he, he what was great um about chatting to him is we he wasn't necessarily referring to, um, to to the customer experience world. What he was referring to was getting yourself in the right mindset to run your business, to be in great shape mentally, yeah. to 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 run your business in a in a really positive mm -hmm. uh, way. And, you know, if you're doing that and you're engaging and you're in the right place your team are going to be in the right place and your, your customers are going to be in the right place so but what did you yeah. think what did you pick up from that absolutely no I, I totally agree I think although it was focused on the individual I think that that it can go into the business sort of world and, and one of the key things he mentioned at the start was the fact that last year and, and the start of this year is is so worrying for a lot of people and, and we're wobbling a bit is because we haven't got that future focus we haven't we don't know what's going on we don't we haven't got that set structure that we normally go through and that's really interesting in terms of how that reflects on on business itself you know when when things are up in the air you know generally you you start to meander a little bit you don't know what's going on then then the lack of confidence comes in and if that's happening within an individual it can then happen within the business and then guess what that can actually happen within your customers and your clients um not directly you know they, they they haven't got an absolute say in something but if they're tied in they're loyal to your organization and things aren't quite right aren't quite the same as they were before we start to question 
what's going on in terms of that business. I'm the customer. They're not quite as on the ball as they were before. Something's not quite right. So it can have a massive, you know, be in, uh, impact. And that that's one of the key ones. So planning, and we've spoken about it loads last year, didn't we? You know, reviewing what's going on and replanning what's going on. And are, are you moving forward in the right way? So fits in really nicely from the plan point of view. That was the... I, I also think, yeah. just burden on that, um, he talked about focus, didn't he? And, and not getting distracted and... It's really easy to get distracted. Uh, mm. I don't know about you, but if, you know, if I'm, at, I'm, I'm in my office working away, you know, on 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 something, you know, something pops up on my phone from LinkedIn, or you know, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I've got to do that, or you know, somebody mm -hmm. walks in, and you know, the 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 clarity of thought and, and focus that you've got on that particular piece of work, um, for me, can often can often uh, I've got to re kind of re really sort of re-engage back in right, what what am I doing? And yeah. I think. Um, there, there is, you know, he talked about this, didn't he? There's so much stuff going on in life that actually, you know, you can very quickly be sidetracked. And yeah. it got me thinking about actually, you know, when I'm when I'm talking to business owners about their their customer experience focus, I see it in their eyes sometimes. They're like, oh god, that's just that's something else. I've got, you know, that's another yeah. detraction yeah. Of, of of me running the business. And yeah, but when clients get it and they go actually if i just focused on what my customers want everything else will fall into place <laughs> because i'll have more of them they'll be spending more with me you know yeah. let, you know all of those are the problems going yeah you know yeah. those healthy habits he talked about what did you think about those oh i love i love that it's great it's great terminology yeah because we all have those habits which um we to get a habit it has to happen lots and lots. Behavioural habits happen through time. And so we get used to things. It's it's almost like um, from a business point of view and a personal point of view, we we, we, um, we seek the path of re least resistance for anything. Oh, I've done it like that before. I'll do it like that again because I know what to do. It's okay. There isn't too, There aren't too many barriers to go overcome. There's not too much for me to think about. I'll do the same again. It might not be the right path, though, because we spoke, spoke about planning and going in the right direction. That's where you want to get to. But actually, this path of least resistance might be going up sort of, you know, right angles to where you want to get to. So you've got to think about what are the behaviours and the habits that we're thinking about here? And um, I, I thought that was really interesting. So the healthy habits of a business are driven by or should be driven by what the customer's expecting, what they're thinking about, how they're viewing the world, what's changing. And it's changing so rapidly. We need to think about that. So those healthy habits uh, are, are a really interesting one. And the only way you can actually check whether your, your teams or you are operating on healthy habits is to pause and think about it a little bit. Um, doing a bit of journey mapping, you know, perhaps stopping back and looking and checking everything is, is working as it should be. Gathering a bit of insight, asking your customers, is what we're doing fitting with what you're wanting? Are the habits that we have got sorted in our business actually providing you what you want as a customer? So, he, you know. He, he also talks as well, didn't he, about um, creating, <clears throat> your, creating your own normality. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this piece around, you know, focusing on that. And, I, and again, it's something that, that made me think back to my corporate career when I was up at Boots. And, you know, one of those things that we also talk about was, you know, focus on your sphere of influence, you know, what you can affect, um, yeah. not not your sphere of concern. Yeah. And yeah. You know, creating your own normality yeah. is, is, is very similar to that. So, you know, when all of this bad stuff's going on in the world and you're worried about your business and you're worried about where the next leads are going to come from, you know, focus on focus on that. If that's what's worrying mm -hmm. you, focus on that as, as, as the way through you know your own normality and i thought that was a really um for me that was really 
probably one of the biggest messages along with the healthy habits um yeah. of yeah. you know you know focus on what you can do um you can't be concerned on what other people are doing yeah and and, and then also you know i think that also alludes to the fact that you know when we when we we talk about you know gathering insight from your customers and certain people go well i don't want to do that that'll open up a can of worms okay so if that is your view of the world, then why not be asking a little bit more about certain things that you know that you can influence, that you can impact at this point in time? Customer experience, you know, you don't sit there and go, right, we're going to do customer experience today. And you change every, change every single thing about your organization, the way you interact, the channels you use, the advertising. And you don't do that. You take those little bits and you focus on them. Um, so it's really interesting in terms of, more regular and and automated feedback if you do it very short sharp pieces of information gathering it enables you to gather those little touch points where you then need to do a bit of a deeper dive and then you can select the areas where you think actually do you know what we can do something about that now mm. yeah you yeah. don't ignore it and just say well we're never going to do anything about it you might be able to highlight it to the customer and say well actually we're absolutely thank you for your feedback we're not going to, you know we can't do anything about that at the moment however please do understand that and again that comes down to communication but i think yeah. gathering gathering feedback gathering insight you can then look at the little bits and then do the small pieces and also we say those little things that matter you know um so yeah i, I thought that was really interesting about that norm and the uh, the you know keeping a focus on all of those sort of things so a great great interview really really inspiring as you say um good to be able to hear it from other people you got these voices sat in your head going yeah i must uh, but i can't uh, oh. you know go out and run a marathon yeah i'd love to Woo. Oh, really <laughs> is that yeah. for me is that for yeah. me now what yeah. is for me now so i think yeah. that's really yeah really interesting view i, th I think the final thing i'd want to say on on, on thing that i got from tom is you know mm. it, it's taking that time isn't it to kind of just sit back um i again it reminded me of my time back in corporate world where i used to call it my cluster moment on a monday morning where i have just <laughs> you know half an hour sat thinking time in my diary where i just sat there and i think i think about what i need to do that week how am i going to yep. be like myself what yeah. am I, you know how am i going to feel at the end of the week you know um and, and Tom really, really crystallized that in terms of, you know, the, 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 the taking the time and, you know, making time for those, you know, those healthy habits to make sure you look after yourself. Because if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after your team. You can't look after your clients. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's nice and simple stuff. Doesn't don't, you don't need to do massive of, of it. It's sitting there, as you say, having a moment of reflection, breathing, concentrating on your breathing. Um, I know somebody who's um, a, a voiceover artist and she talks a lot about the whole idea of, taking taking time breathing and all of those sort of things and it doesn't take long because you can do it sat down. nobody needs to know nobody needs to know exactly. uh, so yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all good stuff I, I it's a great little um different way of looking at the cx side of things at the moment and hopefully viewers and listeners that has, has given you some ideas about yourself and your teams and your customers as well going forward you know there's loads to consider from the customer experience point of view so which is great so if you like it please like share and comment share what we're doing we're getting increased yeah. numbers this week which is great i think next week we're going to have a generalist war but aren't we? we're going to be talking about think so. the opportunities yeah. in february yeah i think we'll have a look at that see how things after the first month of, of 2021 we'll do a, a little bit of a sort of a, a stop and look into the into the future of, of this 2021 where we find ourselves and what's going on and all of that lovely girt stuff as they say down in our neck of the woods look yeah Brilliant. Brilliant. we'll see you in a week right. then Yep, I've been Richard Knight. 
I've been Ryan Huxtable. Thanks for listening and watching.